Whoa, come in hot. It, it looks like three pieces of cardboard on the end of a uh, really like kind of bouncy wire. That's exactly what it is. And uh-huh. it's called a cat dancer toy. And I've <laughs> never seen a cat get more crazy. Three sixties. <laughs> he, yeah, he's, uh, he's getting hang time. He's like Lucha Libre. Yeah. This shit up. Welcome to Two Dollar Steak, a pro wrestling podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Barnum. Joining me today, as always, hey, we're actually here today, boys. We've got Big Mike, Woo! Cookie, it's me, and Tolbert just rolling out of bed, coming to uh, my house. Tolbert, what, what, what's happening? Hey, 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 baby boy, just dodging these aggressive ass mosquitoes. So, yeah, what happened? The what, door. What, what, what happened? What happened? Yeah, I got a, I got mugged outside. As soon you as got I mugged? My, yeah, as soon as I opened my bugged. door. These uh, rare hybrid, whatever port mosquitoes. Yeah, apparently, I so I we we got a message on our Facebook, and uh, the port said that a very aggressive and large uh, kind of mosquito had hatched across the river in Eagle Island, and they have been attacking our neighborhood. The people oh. <laughs> All week, people have been posting pictures of their dog, and the dogs have got, like, swollen faces because they've been attacked so much. It's been so sad, but it's been kind of funny at the same time. Murder mosquitoes. They are very scary mosquitoes. Like, normally a mosquito, like, you don't feel until, like, is drawing blood, and you're like, oh, man. No, these things, you you feel the the mouth going in. It looks like the lady taking blood at the Red Cross. Like, it's like a fucking needle just sticking into your arm and just, like, drawing half your blood out of you. It's very tough, and Terry has been going crazy because (laughs) they get inside the house, and Terry's like, what do I do? Do I attack it? When it it flies away, it looks like those people that were filling garbage bags full of gas. Just, like, carrying carrying your blood sack. Uh, yeah, the aerodynamics kind of get, get messed up by the, the pint of blood that they pull up out, out of my body. So At least you can see them. I got these bugs in my grass and my sand. The no seams, like, the like, gnats. They literally just like live all, like four inches off the ground and just like bite your ankles and you can't yeah. see them. Yeah, that's called Elliot and Hudson. <laughs> uh, no, but Elliot what did gaslight me today. So we were talking about gaslighting the other week with your rat. And uh, so he smacks me across the face. Okay. And I tell him, I'm like, hey, man, like, that's not cool. You got to, you know, personal boundaries and all that sort of stuff. And he starts crying. Mm. And he's crying, one, because he got yelled at, and two, because his hand hurts. <laughs> and he wouldn't stop crying until I kissed his hand. And I said, oh, so, so, you, so you hit me with your hand and then made me kiss the hand he's, that hit me. <laughs> he definitely joined the Dark Order. <laughs> wow. He's going to be an abuser growing up. <laughs> what the hell, man? <laughs> Tolver, what'd you do this week? I started uh, remodeling my bathroom. Oh, God. The one that you uh, have downstairs or downstairs upstairs? Or upstairs? Downstairs. Oh, downstairs. man. I've seen some things in that downstairs. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm tearing it all out like <laughs> fresh starts. <laughs> it's like, it's like that thing's still stuck in the toilet. <laughs> so I started ripping up tile. And uh, as soon as I get started, I go to uh, take the vanity out. I'm taking the sink off, strip it all down. And I go to uh, start prying it out. And I hear a small crack. And then water starts spewing out of the wall where I broke uh, the water line. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, a huge geyser is shooting out of the bathroom. <laughs> um, luckily, I know where the shutoff is. So I, I ran outside 
uh, dough for the water cut off, cut it off real quick. Yeah, they say one of the best things for your house is water. Yeah. Like, yeah. So uh, humidity. What turned in what was supposed to be a few hour projects. Lines. Yeah. Turned into me mopping up water and two trips to Lowe's later. I had the water turned back on. Were they like, weren't you just here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, I, wonder, I wonder if they can like tag the people that they know are going to be back at least three more times to be like, this guy's trying to redo his bathroom. <laughs> he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. They probably put bets like, oh, on, I guarantee on Yeah. But Luckily, like, I do know what to do. So I fixed it. Oh, I was uh, quite impressed with my plumbing, my handiwork. I had to cut a small hole in the wall. But, you know, where the uh, the men can see it all. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, that's been my past couple of days. <laughs> Sorry, I hadn't thought about that rhyme in like years. Uh, so anything else that that was that was how's work been? Good, man. Good. Jim Gaffigan was in town last night. Yeah. 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 How was yeah. that, how was that crowd know. compared to the other crowd? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, this was why <laughs> Miranda <laughs> Lambert crowd. <laughs> no, it was a lot of people in lawn chairs, you know, walking around getting drinks. Oh, honey, this is great. <laughs> I love him. He's so clean. He's such a good guy. I like Jim. He's good. I listen to him on road trips. He just to me, he's just like Andy Rooney from the old CBS uh, 60 Minutes who just complains about stuff in a high pitched voice. That's basically Jim. I, Gaffigan I, I love Jim Gaffigan. One, he gave uh, Wilmington a shout out on his Instagram. Apparently, they made a really nice chimichanga cake that tasted del- delicious. Who did uh, one of the bakers in town? I, I don't know. Is it Apple Annie's? No, um, but he gave them a shout out. But like. I love Jim Gaffigan because like he is so clean and he's like Catholic and all these like my favorite thing ever with Jim Gaffigan was when all the conservatives like turned on him because they thought he was one of them. And he, he goes on to his Twitter, this clean guy, he's like, this guy, this guy in terms of like Trump, he goes, Trump fucking sucks. <laughs> and then he calls him an idiot, and just like lays into him. And everybody was just in an uproar about Jim Gaffigan and like, what do you, just because he's pasty white Catholic doesn't mean he necessarily loves your cult leader. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Cookie, how was uh, the mountain areas? Uh, you know, I've been doing a lot of tedious things this week, man. I went tedious to things. Yeah, I went to the DMV. You know, you spend at least three hours there getting my ID. You know, uh, I don't you have don't, it You can't do that stuff online. No, you have to go in person to do that to get a new ID. It fucking sucks. Really? Is it like North Carolina where they like take your picture and then it takes four weeks for them to mail it to you? Diane got hers in a week, so I am crossing my fingers that tomorrow. It's just wild to me. In Ohio, like you go and they print it out right there. Oh no, Mm-mm. they gave me a piece of paper. <laughs> but in Ohio, in, old copy. in Ohio, in order to get one, you have to surrender your old one. Yeah, I had to Whereas, surrender my old one. Yeah, when I came to when I came to North Carolina when I moved here, they just like take my picture and give me the freaking ID, and I'm like, oh, so I got an Ohio ID and a North Carolina one, so. It's kind of nice because then when I went to the bars back home, rather than like pulling out my North Carolina ID and then like trying to like find the birthday or whatever, I just like give handed them my Ohio. I have my uh, my my South Carolina ID. So if I ever need to go to the strip club there, <laughs> I, get free. Get the I, don't, I don't have to pay for uh, the out of state admissions. I tell you, it's a little bit of a bitch, though, because I went to the dispensary and they wouldn't take my old ID because it has a hole punch in it because it's null and void now. What? No. Yeah. Yeah. They hole punch it so you can't use it. It's invalid now. Did you have to get like a, a, an old man walking Did, into the like, hey, mister? <laughs> at least in North Carolina, they'll give you like a paper one with your picture and shit on it while you're waiting for the real one. Oh, like uh, I didn't bring that one with me because another bartender didn't take it. One bartender didn't. Most people won't take them. Most bars won't take them either. Really? Yeah. We don't take them a lot. Should have just taken your passport, Cook. 
I should have just taken the passport. You have a passport, Kiki? I have a passport. I went to Chile. Where you buy weed with your passport? Why not? No. It's a class A identifier it's all like when you're doing hiring like you're uh all you need is the passport you don't need to provide <laughs> out front. yeah hey man you give me eight <laughs> change it's a little bit different these days uh yeah i have a passport aaron i've been out of state where he's like i gotta go to texas gotta get a passport <laughs> country i'm in the country where, where have you been i went to south america oh and, that's right that's right I've yeah, abroad, yeah. Yeah. And then what about this, boys? I'm finally a student now. He's got his his ID card right here, his pioneer yeah. card. That's awesome. He's finally yeah. a student. Finally, officially oh, yeah. a student now. I went two years at UNCW, never got my ID. I don't have an ID. You don't you need one? No. No, I haven't done shit on campus. <laughs> Unless you're trying to get a discount at Harris Teeter and that lady <laughs> was nice enough just to put it in for me. I wonder if I can be, like just be like, "Hey, man, I'm a master's student," and they're like, "No, you're not." <laughs> I, I was, I was like, I can pull up my email for you, and she was like, I, "It's fine, I believe you." <laughs> wait, wait, so here, Cedar has a discount? Yeah. Oh yeah, they've always had one yeah. for students. Yeah, it's like yeah. five percent or something like that. Are you shitting me? No. Yeah. How do I do that? Just go ask them to do it. Give me your ID number. Yeah, they need, they need your ID. <laughs> if you find a nice lady who doesn't care. Okay, yeah, I will start doing sure. that from here on out. Yeah, it might be the only only the one at the College Road location. Sir, but. you're not a uh, you, you buy way too many prime cups of beef to be a college student. Uh, you also you can't be shopping in the dry aged section <laughs> with that college student Sir, discount. You are, you are too old and you make too much money <laughs> to be getting this college discount. Oh, you buy too much frivolous shit. Oh man, Mike! What did you do this week? This Whoa. week, uh, you just finally. Oh, sorry, Cookie. What? I wasn't even done, man. What? I had no, cookie, cookie. You said Christ. what? I got a big surprise. Listen, guys, you got a big surprise. You're good. He's coming back to Wilmington. <laughs> no, 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 definitely not. But there's a live event, a WWE live event next week in Colorado, and I'm going to it. I just want to let you guys know that. That's it. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Wow, I, I thought it was fuck about some WWE live event. <laughs> what is it? What is it just like a house show? Yeah, some type of super show. I've never been to one, so I don't know what the fuck. House shows is, are but... fun. Hey, apparently Cena's been doing the house shows tour. Circuit. Really? Ricky, I will tell you, I've had more fun at house shows than I had at, like live event, like live broadcast, because yeah. house shows they give them more time to work. It's a very it, it's a very crowd interactive atmosphere. The matches are longer. It's fun. Oh, yeah. I, I saw some of the best. I saw one of the best matches I've ever seen in my entire life at a house show uh, in Raleigh. So don't okay. worry. You'll have fun. It'll be good. Uh, yeah. So in, enjoy yeah. it. House shows are okay. good. Thank you. All right. Now you can carry on here. Go ahead. Did you get a, a, a preliminary card? Does it tell you who, what the matchups are going to be? No, I don't have a card. So this is going to be a surprise. Okay. It's probably like Cross is probably going to lose. Keith Lee's going to lose. They, uh, they don't even have a card for next Monday. Like, what? It's true. This Delta variant. This is one of the wildest things that blows my mind. What? The WWE, like, you never know. Like, how are you going to sell a show, or sell a live event without, like, knowing who the fuck's going to be on it? Like, AEW <laughs> only, like, they, they tell you a week ahead of time what's going to happen. Oh, my. What, what's going to happen this week on AEW? Uh, I don't. I didn't want to look at the card, but I'm yeah. gonna watch it regardless. Yeah. All right. Anyways, 
Mike, what did you do this week? This week, so I got back to work. You know, I've been taking all these vacations and trips, so just kind of chilled out. Elliot turned three, so I took off his birthday. We went to the kids' museum. We had a good little time. Um, he turns into a monster after two o'clock if he doesn't take a nap. And He's so- a gremlin. <laughs> He's a Makwa. Insane. Um, Wednesday, watch the debut episode of AEW Rampage on Fridays at 10 o'clock. It's a one hour show. It was electric. It was awesome. Uh, at the same time, I helped my buddy Nate prepare jokes for a roast. Yeah, uh, that I, I, I came to realize <laughs> I don't like roasts. Yeah, so I we, just don't like roasts. So we had a roast. Our friend who passed away, Mark, uh, his wife planned a roast for his 40th birthday. Um, it was a little roasty. Dark, um, <laughs> making fun of a dead guy. So but- I'm fine with that. I- I'm fine with making fun of dead. You don't like making. How fun are you fine with that? that? They have not- <laughs> they <laughs> they got- they got no soul. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but but in true, there was a coffin flop. I would have I would have loved it. In true Nate fashion, he he went after everybody like a normal roast would. He was the only one that did that. He was also the only one that went dark. Um, everybody was like loving funny anecdotes, and Nate's like, "Oh, I thought this was a roast." <laughs> so he just lays into everybody. It got a little uncomfortable. I had a great time. I was cracking up the whole time, partly because I helped write some of the jokes, but. Um, I had a blast. So you're responsible for. I ran. Some of that. I, I did not come up with any of those jokes. Actually, maybe one of them. No, I, I helped with the two two truths and a lie. I uh, I ran the audio board and I filmed it. And the whole time I'm like, cut his mic, cut his mic. <laughs> I I've got the power. I can do it. Uh, it was no, it was beautiful. We had we had a good time, crack, like cracking up, reminiscing about Mark. Got to see a beautiful video tribute from some of his family that couldn't be there. Went around, did a little powwow. It was kind of nice. It was, it was it was nice because it was the closest thing in the last 17 months. Well, I guess not 17 months, but we, almost a year now he's been gone. 10 months. 10 months. So Because she kept making jokes about how she hasn't had sex <laughs> in 10 months. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> uh, it was good. It was good stuff. I really pr- appreciate it. It was a fun time. Yeah, so uh, this past week, what have I done this week? Nothing special. It is the last week of another class here uh, for my master's degree. I've only got two more classes left. Uh, My teacher actually signed me up for the final class, thinking that I was a class ahead. I should have just went with it. I should have just went with it. But uh, I've got two more classes, boys. I will be done by December. And then what are you going to do with your life? Uh, wow. more of the same. I got stung by a wasp on Ooh. Friday. Ooh. I have not been stung by a wasp in probably 20 years. I, was, I haven't been stung in, in decades. I mean, I it does not feel feet. good. My poor wife, we were on our honeymoon and she had a, it was a yellow jacket landed on her back and like, it's a yellow jacket. So like, I don't want to smack it cause it'll sting her. I was like trying to like blow it off of her just like lightly breeze and it, i watched that and i'm close to it too i watched that thing rear back and stab <laughs> her right between the shoulder blades and she, oh. she collapsed to the ground it was it was it's a funny anecdote now it was a little scary and a little sad on her honeymoon but i mean that was 10 years ago i don't think she's been stung since then I, so when i was 11 years old we my uncle my uncle roger who's kind of a I, like i love him he's one of my favorites Total dickhead. And and like he'll just talk shit about you if you complain or anything. We're hiking through the mountains and he's in front and he's got one of those like metal walking like sticks. It looks like 
a hiking pole. It's a hiking pole. Yep. And he's like hiking in, we're hiking in the mountains and he's stabbing the ground. He stabs oh. a ground hornet nest and I'm right behind him just walking, <laughs> just fat, chubby Aaron, just having a good time. And then all of a sudden I start screaming uncontrollably. Yeah. I walked into the nest and I got stung like 30 times on my legs. I, uh, I didn't get it. Was, I didn't walk into it, but I was like this little kid at this park in Western Pennsylvania. We're like fishing the pond. My dad, my brother's already fishing. My dad's going up to the car to get hit our stuff. And I, you remember going to the park and having those like horses on giant springs yeah. that you would just rock back and forth. Oh, there was probably a, a nest. There was a nest it. underneath. Yeah. And I get it. I'm talking, I'm going ham, right? I'm fucking riding this thing. Like it's the freaking yeah. Kentucky Derby. And uh, <laughs> all of a sudden, they just start the whole fucking nest comes out and starts stinging my legs. I'm screaming like bloody murder. There was a picnic going on in a pavilion. I remember they all ran over and the one guy had like spray and he's hosing the fucking <laughs> thing down. I was like, I was like feet away from jumping into the lake because I was just running as fast as I could away from these things. It, oh it sucks. I also got stung in the face once and my, my upper lip swelled up. It looked like a walrus. Yeah, those are always good. Um, How do you not need an EpiPen like everywhere you go now? Uh, just- uh, Adrian, Adrian, <laughs> my brother, if he gets stung, dead. After after those two incidents, though, like I, I wasn't scared. It's like of- Pulp Fiction. I have to like hit him in the chest with the EpiPen. <laughs> I wasn't scared of like getting stung for the longest time. Like I would fucking crush these things with my hand when I was like 10 or 11. I, I was, was not like, scared of them. I was just, yeah, like I wasn't. And now I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to ah, yeah. run away. I, <laughs> it, it was one of those incidents instances where i'm like oh that was a fire ant. oh no that is not a fire ant that is a wasp <laughs> worst part is they'll come back for you man wasps oh wasps I, see, yeah, I saw them like flying around like, oh, no, they no, don't no. give it well hornets will hornets will hunt you down hornets will continuously like, they'll follow you like everything else has like a territory around their nest that they kind of just hang out a hornet <laughs> will, a hornet will fucking follow you to the end of the earth to sting your ass oh yeah as soon as i see one of those in my shed i'm like I'm getting the racket out. We're, we're going to town. So the honeybee is more like Dory Funk and the wasp is more like Terry Funk. I guess you could say that. Yeah. 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 This Speak- is how you're saving yeah, this is our five segue. minutes of talk about <laughs> getting stung by fucking wasps. You didn't even let me tell my story. Oh, wait, wait, Cookie. Have you been? No, I didn't cry. Jay was like, what happened? I'm like, I got fucking stung, Jay. <laughs> And you swore at Jay. I swore at Jay. Sweetest man on earth. Jay told my parents last night. They're like, "Yeah, we." I can see you swearing at Sam, but swearing at Jay—that's a little aggressive, dude. Like, so, so I'm so I'm playing basketball because there's a court right across the street. I recently got stung like two weeks ago. Good. Yes. So I'm I'm about to dunk on Chase, of course. You know, because you're about to dunk. Yeah, I was about to dunk. You know, of course. Was it a Fisher Price goal? He was going for a sweet layup. (laughs) Well, more it was more like a sweet layup. But anyway, um, I see something at like I I see something at the top of the hoop, and I'm like, what the hell is that? I was like, it looks kind of like a wasp, and the thing comes down so fast and nails me right in the forehead. I get stung right in the fucking forehead by a goddamn wasp. I'm like, what the fuck was that? And I like swipe it out and it's stuck in my head. I'm like, what the fuck? And from then on out, I'm shooting three-pointers the rest of the game. I'm not going anywhere near the hoop because there's Missing a money. Cookie didn't want that smoke. I want zero smoke with a hornet, man. I was like, fuck that. How, how are the courts in Colorado? Were you the only person of color playing basketball? Oh. First off, they're only half courts. They're, they're, I haven't seen a full court yet. We don't want to give them a full court. And uh, no, I have not. I, I've been the only black guy. Uh, yeah, definitely. 
around the course. You are you are not likely not representing it accordingly either in the way that <laughs> no, you play basketball. Not, oh, not yeah, no, 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 no. My skills are on the rugby field. <laughs> not not around those hornets. Fuck that shit. Did you go to rugby this week? I did go to rugby this week. I, I participated in the AGM. We did we had an annual annual general meeting. Is that what it's called? Annual, yes. annual yeah. Yeah, did one of those. I am not, don't worry, I'm not any kind of position or anything. That's the president. <laughs> I'm no president, no vice president, treasurer, or anything like that. But I heard some crazy stories about this rugby team. Apparently, uh, they used to be funded by a guy who used to impersonate a cop, specifically an FBI <laughs> agent. Okay. And guess what the guy's name was? Whitey. Whitey Soldier? I don't I, he used to impersonate FBI agents and cops and stuff like that. And it's just real bad news for the team. So we had to change our names from the misfits to the water dogs because the water, yeah. what's a water, water dog? dog. So like, are you labs? Are you like, you smell like a wet dog? I uh, dude. Uh, like apparently the bar that's close to us used to be called like the watering hole. So water dogs came from that. Oh, I don't know. I got oh. nothing. For it. Cool. Cool. <laughs> yeah. A yeah. Terrible fucking name. <laughs> Tolbert's ready to get this episode over with. <laughs> Tolbert, hey, would, Tolbert, Tolbert would rather be fixing a broken water pipe in his kit. Or his uh, already his fixed, like, already fixed his, but I have to take out. I have to take out the toilet, the rest of the tile today. Um, I mean, she wants it done. Your your uh, your client? Yeah, my wife. Yeah. She's a, a what was the, client. What, what was wrong with the bathroom that we had to fix it? Um, it we didn't like modern it. You want to you come? To we didn't like it. Modern. You didn't give a shit. <laughs> no, he gave lots of shits in that bathroom. I'll tell you. No, it did need to be updated. My it's bad. ugly. It was my, very ugly. My whole house needs updated, but I'm just too, too lazy to do yeah. it. And Jasmine moves into my house, and she's yeah. like, "Yeah, we're we're taking down this wall. I had we're like a, adding yeah. to this," and I'm like. <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. Elliot's birthday actually started off with me ripping the white fixture out of the ceiling in the kitchen because I couldn't get it off to change the light bulb. <laughs> the one that looks like a regular, like the uh, one that looks like it's from 1983. I knew one end was glued and one end would, like popped off. I couldn't remember which one. I remember how much I needed. Was it the office one? Like, there was, yeah, like, yeah. The long... and, and I remember it needed. Did you little... then hit him and then no. scrape it across <laughs> Elliot's no. head like Nick Gage? I didn't, but luckily Costco had this the same size light for $40 LED. Per- worked out perfectly. Oh, <laughs> So perfect. massive, massive hole so to drive. Well, I thought yeah. I was like, man, I'm gonna have to fucking spackle that shit and paint and all this other crap. So. The the five uh what what are the, the five labors la- labors of Elliot and, and his first one was to feed his father with a, a, a light thing. overhead light. All right, so let's talk about wrestling. Uh we're talking about Dory Funk, the uh Literal redheaded <laughs> brother of Terry Funk, uh, Dory, not as exciting as as Terry. Some may say, according to some, according to some, I appreciate but Dory. Funk. Yeah, we all do. But God, how does he get the, the crowds like he does? I think he has in all of our matches, everything we've watched. People go, go crazy. Wild. It makes yeah, no, it blows my mind. I, I, I look know. at Dory and I'm like, that guy is it's incredible. There's something about him. I just, I, yeah, I don't, I don't understand it, <laughs> but I want to further investigate. <laughs> like we need to go to the origin. What's the origin story? Of Dory. Funk? I mean, Dory is a, an incredible work. But like when did he start getting over? You know what I mean? The seventies when he was, he was the world heavyweight champion. Like, like that, like, you know, you can go back. Like if you're watching Britt Baker on AEW, you, you can go to that moment on the boat where she's like, <laughs> 
makes, makes fun of Tony Stories Sh- moment. Makes fun of Tony Schiavone. And like, that's when she started to get over. Like, when did Dory just like become who he is? He's incredible. I don't know. Like, Dor- there's something about Dory that it, like it's an intangible. Like, maybe people are just like, I can relate to Dory. I, I can see that. Yeah. He's a he's a relatable guy. He's not too crazy. He's he's just Dory. And, and speaking of Dory, if you want your Dory Funk T-shirt, boys, <laughs> there you we go. only got 75. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it was going to be more. Uh, no, we, we don't. We don't have Aaron, 75. Aaron needs to sell at least 23 <laughs> to break even. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. We have sold more than I thought that we were going to sell at this point in time. Uh, thank you for everybody that has purchased one. Uh, DM us on at number two dollar steak underscore on Twitter or Instagram. That's right. We've probably sold equal amounts on Twitter and Instagram. That's awesome. I think it's like four each. That's awesome. That's eight. I've given away 10, 14 minus 50. Uh, we've only got a lot more. Terry uses burrows into the ba- the did, box. By the way, did you ship those out? The, the- did you ever give me a receipt to DM that? I have not. I have not. I, I will ship them out tomorrow. Sorry. You haven't shipped my shirt. You haven't shipped my shirt yet. I will tell you guys. <laughs> for for an hour, Cookie argued with me about a large or an extra large. <laughs> and Cookie decided on a large. Ooh, bad choice, Cookie. Bold move. I will say. So somebody was asking me about the shirts on Instagram, and I I, I want to pass this by you guys and see if you agree with my my take here so he said what what brand is it and i don't know it's a brand i've never heard next <laughs> oh level God. apparel but i said it feels fitted in the arms and upper chest not too bad in the belly i said i flip-flop sometimes between xls and double xls and the xl isn't too tight i agree with that i t- also told cookie that that it's it's a snug shirt. It's snug up top for sure. I it told, shows. Yeah. It shows the guns good. I will say that I told Jasmine, and Jasmine said, "Send him an extra large." <laughs> <laughs> Jasmine's like, "No, no, no, send him an extra yeah. large." Thank you, Jasmine. Send me an extra large, Aaron. I will send you an extra large. <laughs> uh, so there, there you go. Uh, Dory Funk, everybody. We've got some interesting matches with Dory Funk this week. Some uh, big names. Got some big names. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about some Dory Funk matches. For our first matchup of the evening, uh, Big Mike, you have got Dory Funk against Bruiser Bro. Correct. WWC, February 27th, 1988 in San Juan, Puerto Rico. I knew I smelled pigs. Pigs. Um, looks like it's at a soccer field. Um, video cuts to Bruiser Brody roaming <laughs> the, the greens, the lawns of the field. Casually, I don't know what he was doing. He was limping already. Um, the commentators tried to say that he's playing tag with his fans. Uh, he literally facepalmed a child and the child falls over. Uh, he, I, I don't know. And so like this, this really threw me off initially because I thought Bruiser Brody was a heel in Puerto Rico. All right. And the Funk Brothers are absolutely heels in Puerto Rico. Right, right. So I didn't quite know how to take it. And at first, I'm like, what is going on? It's the lesser of two evils. He, uh, he grabs. Bruiser never called us a pit. <clears throat> he grabs some chairs, swings them at people, throws, a, throws one into the ring. 
Um, all while this is happening, and this is like a couple minutes worth of just like randomly walking around, right. stumbling, stumbling, because right. he is limping. And uh, there's Dory, cowboy hat, <laughs> beautiful rainbow sequin jacket. Incredible jacket. Just, just waiting for Bruiser to get, Bruiser to get there. Uh, eventually does get into the ring. And immediately I think to myself, this is, this is what happens at 2.30 at night outside of Barbary Coast. Yes. You get, <laughs> you get two guys that look like this. A guy who's balding. And just not impressive in his physique at all. But still dangerous. But he's got that wild. Yeah, yeah he's got that wildness to him. And then you got Bruiser Brody with the long hair, the scarred forehead, the beard, the mangledness, the, the fuzzy boots. Like he's just he's also probably grunts more than he speaks. Um, and, <laughs> he and, was like barking. And dude. you're just ready to watch these guys tee off because they've been doing nothing but the PBR and uh, whiskey $6 combo that Barbary Coast is so famous for. Um, and it starts as you would expect a very deep and aggressive collar elbow tie up <laughs> that lasted a little too long. Um, and we're getting like just classic eighties wrestling from big guys. Um, at one point though, we get an Irish whip. Dory gets Irish whipped into the, the ropes and bruiser hits a drop kick to Dory's face that I think if we were playing Mortal Kombat, zapped almost all the power and right, life yeah, out of Dory yeah. Funk. Like from this, I, I, I could see that. From that point, he might have been concussed because like, he was moving okay. And then, like, all of a sudden, he's just slow. <laughs> the rest of the match, he's just like slow. Um, he rolls out. I mean, what's a funk match without chairs flying into the ring? Right. Um, so, Dory. I think all three matches have a chair fly. <laughs> Dory, Dory, Dory does yeah. heave the classic wooden folding chairs into the Puerto Rican chair. Yeah. And uh, they destroyed multiple chairs. And I'm thinking in my head, like I'm just racking up the dollar account dollar. Like, you know, these are not cheap chairs. No, they're They're, imported from America. Probably typically $5 a night to rent. So Mm. if you're, you know, got a disagreement with your rental company, it's a little difficult there. Um, And uh, so Bruiser Bruiser takes the chair, starts crashing it, like just breaking the fucking chair on the, the corner post. But, you know, the conniving, Cunning Dory Funk takes a splinter and tucks it in his back waistband. Not not very concealed. It was concealed to the ref. He had no idea. It, it was one of those things where somebody like tries to steal a turkey at a, uh, a you know, at a <laughs> at the Harris Teeter and they like put it under put their it, shirt. It under it's very, very obvious that they're stairs like stealing well, a turkey. You know, the referee was a little like taken aback by Bruiser continuously smashing this chair, trying to clear the ring, trying to be able to professional that he is. Dory gets back in. He does not see the weapon. Um, and then eventually we get to the the gouge spot. You know, we, we've seen it with forks and pizza cutters lately on TV. Well, this is, you know, just a, a wind splinter. Um, and the boys somehow get out into the outside of the crowd. Looks like there's federales or all these people just like, yeah, like they were, they're just walking around, with <clears> machine <throat> guns, walking yeah, around and, the, and, uh, the perimeter and bruiser and Dory are just fighting the good fight outside. Um, it slows down a lot. <laughs> um, like I said, uh, Dory is not all too impressive. Um, after that drop kick to the face, um, we do get them back in the ring. We do get an amazing funk flop um, from Dory. He, I forget how it happened, but he fell backwards and did like the whole roll up and like his feet are vertical and then roll, falls onto his stomach. Um, very impressive. I thought that was more a Terry Funk style flop. Um, Dory's nice because like it's like an aged fine wine <laughs> where you're getting just. 
just good little notes of, of you have funk, to you have to funk, decant it yeah of funk wrestling. you gotta get it through the aerator you gotta get let, let it let it kind of the, sh- the harshness that a funk match would normally be um because yeah it's just like the fun little notes that is not too over the top um pretty anticlimactic end to the whole thing um they're kind of doing their thing and i believe bruiser goes for a Power bomb. Dory counters it. Slides right into the ring at nine. Bruiser Brody's counted out, and uh, the crowd really didn't know what to do because I, I'm watching them. I'm like, well, so who's who are they cheering for? They were kind of cheering for Bruiser. They definitely hated Dory more, but I think it was a heel heel match. So uh, I was a little. The crowd wasn't as into it as some of the Puerto Rican matches we have seen. Well, he didn't call them pigs. Pigs. No, he did not. Um, oh no. I thought it was a good entry into the Dory Funk week. Um, we got, we'll get to hear more about his, his abilities and capabilities <laughs> later. His working boots. <laughs> yeah. Anything else? Any social media this week? Hey, you know what? Like, you know, we've slowly been creeping over everything. Um, I actually tweeted this out. We were hovering around 345 Twitter followers. So big little bump the last couple of weeks. Uh, mostly because of the Dax thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. And then uh, Instagram, we're hovering around at uh, 169. Nice. nice. <laughs> I said the same thing when I looked at it. I saw the notification, you know, new follower. Nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's slowly trickling. Hey, like I, I did Instagram. I don't think we had Instagrammed a picture of Dax wearing our shirt. So I finally did Instagram that. I said, just a reminder, our shirt was on national television and yours likely wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Except for like the companies that follow us, like Elvac, who created the shirt, like their their awesome. shirts are on national television. I just can't stop looking at the picture where I met Sting. At, at <laughs> Sting, Sting. <laughs> well, that's so what... that that guy was actually stung by the wasp. <laughs> that's why he's so swollen. Uh, but yeah, no. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, two dollar stick underscore. Um, hit us for your DMS for your shirt. Any uh, hits and shits right off the top of your head? Uh, I, I, I got to start writing them down again. I have them during the week and then I forget. I think golf. Uh-huh. So I'm not as chill as I normally would be, but uh, I'll tell you shits. Uh, I I don't like roasts. <laughs> I just want to let you guys know that. <laughs> I just don't like them. Well, like it, it was a hit. I was. I love seeing people uncomfortable. I see, my sense of humor is like I like uncomfortable humor, but. My uncomfortable humor is a little bit more. If you uh, can't laugh at yourself. And no, I can laugh at myself. So why is it uncomfortable to watch somebody not be able to laugh at themselves? If somebody cannot laugh at themselves, that's what makes me uncomfortable. When somebody that's can laugh issue. at themselves. That's not your issue. That's right. Your issue. But that issue becomes, have you ever seen the movie True Romance? A man with dreads can be very scary sometimes. <laughs> a white man with dreads can be very scary. Cookie, for your matchup, I had to sneak Terry in there somewhere. You know, of course you did. Cat after this man, Uh, Cookie, you've got Terry Funk and Dory Funk against one Ted DiBiase and Stan the Man Hanson. And we are, of course, in Japan, so the crowd's gonna go crazy for Dory Funk coming out, the sex god, sex god. 
Um, but what we also have across from the funks is we have Ted DiBiase before the million dollar suits, Virgil, the whole gimmick. He's jacked. Yeah. Like, so I, I wanted to, I thought this was going to be an interesting matchup because Ted DiBiase, we've only seen Ted DiBiase on this podcast yeah. as million dollar man. And that's a lot of people have only seen Ted DiBiase as million dollar man. Yeah. Uh, seeing Ted DiBiase, this was probably the time where he was doing Mid-South wrestling in Louisiana and Oklahoma, and he was very over there. He's kind of a terrible human being on this. These like he's a he's a big heel. Yeah. And to um, be fair, not much has changed. Not much. Not, well, it, you know, it, the characteristics have changed up a little bit. I appreciate Ted DiBiase's style like in the 80s. A little bit more than I do. I, I mean, I still think he's incredible when he's working for WWF. Yeah. I still think this is like it's an interesting sideshow a little bit. I, I agree. Uh, I think the WWE gimmick was like the cool, suave guy who has just a lot of money. But this guy is just a brute, like traps popping, like I'm going to fuck you up. Um, and correct, Aaron, did he is he from Texas as well? Did he go uh, to that he is. He, he's also a, uh, a second generation wrestler. Uh, Ted DiBiase's father actually passed away in the middle of the ring, like during a match. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Ted went to West Texas with everybody else. With everybody else. (laughs) That's crazy to me. Uh, So that leads me into my next little little point. Could you imagine going to high school in Texas during that time? And, you know, they could make probably a cheesy drama out of this shit, like Seventh Heaven or some shit, where you just have... (laughs) Dory Funk as like you know the the cool suave like older brother and then Terry. Uh, yeah <laughs> and then Terry, Terry the wild man Terry's the fucking wild man and the stand the redneck the that just chews tobacco all the time oh then, yeah oh yeah you could turn into a comedy it could be like Saved by the Bell where Dory Funk Zach Morris and Terry Funk and <laughs> probably Slater or Dory, that's an impressive reference for Cookie <laughs> I don't think Dory would be the Zach Morris in this one do you think no, uh, no. I don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who I can be. see him more as like a, a, a good working screech. I didn't want to say screech, but I couldn't think of any other character. I don't want to say screech. But I think he's too cool to be screech. Oh, he's definitely too cool to be screech, but he's also like. Is, is he AC Slater? Yeah. Who, who would be AC Slater in that group? I, I think Saved by the Bell is not a good comparison. I don't, I don't know. In Japan, he's definitely a Slater in Japan. He's definitely slaying. He's slaying something in Japan. I could see Terry being uh, the the who was the tall one that was addicted to the uppers. <laughs> I was thinking about that. I was thinking Terry is like Jesse. Yeah, I'm Jesse, so Jesse, Jesse. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so I'm so scared. <laughs> no, oh, let's go to the countdown. Cookies top four number oh. one. Oh man, I'm so glad that went over. All right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, DiBiase DiBiase drops Terry with an elbow no tag is made but Stan rushes in and tries to drop an elbow and you know Terry's smart he's smart to this shit he sees it coming and he just tucks and rolls out of the ring and just but stands on his ass so he's just running right after him and he does the big brother little brother thing where he just runs behind Dory Funk and just hides behind him like don't don't come near me uh, and you know what? Stan Hansen wants no smoke with the big bro. And I bet it's because Dory Funk used to beat his ass in high school. I could see that. I could yeah. definitely see that. He just waits because he's like, you know what? 
Dory Funk can have this. I'm going to have him in the ring later on. I can see Dory Funk as, as the Matthew McConaughey character in uh, what was uh, not Fast Times at Ridgemont <laughs> High. What is it? What is the movie where it's like, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. Is that oh, the Days of Confused? Oh, Days of I can see Dory Funk as that, as that, as that Matthew McConaughey character. Is that the they keep getting younger and not keep <laughs> yeah, yeah. You keep getting older and they keep staying the same These age. Japanese fans stay the same age. Jesus. Number two. You know, I've said it once and I'll say it again. The best damn seller to ever sell is Terry freaking Funk. And I mean, Terry takes a chop from Stan Hansen and he just winces and he crumbles underneath the bottom rope. It's only one, only one chop and Terry crumbles, but he's, he's just so good at it. He's it's so believable. And then Terry takes some stiff punches from Ted DiBiase and he throws like three of the wildest haymakers that you'll ever see. And they don't connect at all. They're nowhere near the opponent, but you can, I believe it though. Cause it's Terry Funk. Um, and he, he just throws them as if he's just going to knock out Ted DiBiase with just one hook, and it just never happens. But Ted DiBiase, of course, knocks out Terry Funk. Uh, and then you get a tag in the stand. Or I'm sorry, not stand, into uh, the sex guy, Dory Funk. Number three. Um, so here you go. I got a little scenario here, Aaron. We're going to take a little sidetrack. Uh, you're the quarterback in this scenario, right? Uh, you've got Ted DiBiase and Stan Hansen clogging your two gaps, and the play call is a quarterback sneak. What do you do? Uh, I, I, I hope and pray <laughs> that I, uh, I can get, get quicker than those two guys. Well, the, so do you call the audible or do you just go for it? Oh, no, no. I would audible. I, if, if they are lined up over the gap and yeah. I know my guard and my center have no way of, of stepping into that gap for me and, and causing the, uh, the, the push to create that gap. I'm going to the B or C gap immediately. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking that it's going to collapse down and it's going to open up a gap in the B or C. Well, let's just say there's some big guys that are. Mike, are you, do you agree with that? I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks, Mike. Thanks yeah. for the analysis. Football <laughs> Mike. Over here. He's, he's enjoying Thank his you. energy drink and his uh, chilada at the same time. Over here. Sunday vibes. Uh, don't give the cat any chilada. Yeah. Chilada is so, disgusting. I just want to point that out. It's not good. It it's not good at all. It it's not a clamata, is it? Because that that one's got clam juice in it. I thought it had tomato juice in it. And tomato juice. Oh, that's disgusting. Anyway, anyway, well, Dory should have audible. He should have called an audible because he got pancaked by those two horses who got in their three-point stance, and they took out Dory Funk. Now, Dory manages – sorry, excuse me. Stand, oh, sorry, stands on the apron. Terry's on the ground recovering from a pile driver on the mat outside. Uh, Dory manages to lock in the Texas Cloverleaf, right? Now, Stan tries to interfere, but Terry grabs his leg, and he's holding on to it for dear life until Stan grabs a hold of his bull rope. And what does he do with that? He takes out Terry, sending him over the guardrail. Guard of course, you know, when Terry goes over a guardrail, the guardrail is going to come with him. Right. So, you know, you're going to hear a loud bang and everything else. And, that's, and the whole front row is gone, of course, because all the Japanese people are terrified of Terry Funk. That's right. Um, but anyway. Takes out the whole guardrail. Anyway, Stan gets hit, too, with the cowbell, and that's when the bell ringing starts, uh, literally and figuratively. Number four. So at 15 minutes and nine seconds, now mind you guys, this match is 18 minutes long. At 15 minutes and nine seconds, the ref calls the match when Stan Hansen interferes 
uh, for like the sixth time by breaking up Texas Cloverleaf. It's like a Young Bucks match. <laughs> it's just, I'm like, the referee has no control over these two men. To be fair, though, I would not take, I would not even touch Stan Hansen just because I don't want to get hit with a, a lariat, a cowbell, a boot. Uh, there's a lot of things that he could just throw at you. Uh, his, his chewing tobacco? His, his, his tobacco. It's ER, tobacco. Uh, anyway, at, at some point, Stan loses his boot. I don't know when he lost <laughs> I don't know boot. either. I, 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 was, I didn't notice it until he was putting the boot back on. Uh, yeah, I saw one brown shoe and then I saw a white sock and I was like, what, what happened? Anyway, uh, Stan clocks Dory with the ring bell like normal. But it was Ted DiBiase that just repeatedly like was just beating poor old Dory Funk with the cowbell that cracked me up. He was just just like over top of him, just beating him over the head with this cowbell. And Dory gets some color, of course, at the end of the match for some reason, but he gets some color. And uh, meanwhile, while all this is happening, what does Terry Funk do? He's outside. He's throwing chairs. He starts throwing a whole, he starts throwing at least four chairs into the ring. He threw a row of chairs. At one, yes, at one point he grabs a four sets of chairs. And did you see the one guy try it? Like, it was like a. Yeah, he's like, like yeah, maybe start. not that one. And then, then Terry's like, fuck yeah, this one. Yeah, he like slaps his hand out of the way. And Terry's like, fuck that. I'm throwing the whole thing in there. He throws four sets of chairs in there. I'm, I'm sure that a couple of them hit Stan Hansen. But anyway, so Terry's throwing chairs. And at one point, Terry goes into the ring as the other two are leaving. Stan Hansen and Ted DiBiase leave the match. Terry goes into the ring and starts throwing the chairs that he's already thrown into the match back outside at the guys. <laughs> And I lost it. I lost it seeing him just take the chairs that he's already thrown in. He's just putting more work on himself. But he's he's Terry Funk. So it's Terry Funk. Funk. And he starts throwing the chairs back at him. Anyway, <laughs> someone throws a streamer across Terry Funk's face, like his line of sight. And he turns around with his hand cocked, like he's about to punch that kid. Who <laughs> like, you know what? I'm I'm still hype. Who wants it? Oh man, I love this match. I love it so much. But I'll go into my honorable mentions. Uh, Stan Hansen is a freaking bully, period. Yes. Uh, at one point, Terry hits DiBiase with a shoulder block, you know, and he's stunned. He's trying to tag out, but he's in the wrong corner. Terry's in the wrong corner. So what does he do? What does Bully Hansen do? He jumps in the ring, kicks Terry square in the chest to the other corner where Dory <laughs> is. Like, get back to your side. This is Sparta. This is Sparta. And then uh, Terry, Terry's got a sit-out pile driver. That's just a nasty spot. Like, I'd rather take a tombstone from Taker than the, just be slowly dropped on my head by Terry Funk. <laughs> it's so slow. It's so slow. He did, but I, it's Terry Funk. It's Terry. Uh, let's see here. We got DiBiase doing high spots on the outside, just as some honorable mentions. DiBiase was just an athlete, man. Just want to throw that out there. He could, I mean, I, he could actually do more work than. I, I think that team. his size is kind of not really showcased as much in WWF, but he's a pretty no. big dude. He is like all those shoulder tackles and the slaps and the chops, like all that stuff. I'm believing that I'm believing it, that it crumbles some people, you know, the punches to the head and stuff like that because he's such a big dude, such a Jack dude. But um, yeah, so that's all I got for you guys, man. That's all I got for saved by the bell, AKA uh, Stan Hansen and Ted DiBiase versus the folks. How many chair throws does it get? Uh, this gets four chair throws. Uh, it was a decent wrestling match, but it was funny as hell. So this gets four chair throws. Uh, could, 
how many cookies is that? Uh, what cookies? Oh, it's five cookies. Okay, I'll okay. Just, just make it sure. Five cookies. Just yeah. make it sure. Yeah, yeah. No, don't Could've worry. Been more Could have been more chairs. If you would have thrown more chairs, uh, it would have gotten more cookies. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I got you. I got no. You. All right, for the final and most interesting match of the evening on paper. Maybe oh, not paper. in practice. On paper. Uh, Tolbert, you have got Dory Funk against Rob Van Dam. Yes. Uh, <laughs> what the hell happened here? And how? What, oh, why man. is this even I, a thing? I don't know why it's a thing. I was just looking at the comments. Um on the YouTube channel. I guess this was in around 96 and everyone says it's part of WrestleFest. So it, and it seems like it was in West Texas. Like yeah, they, it was they in had, Amarillo, Texas. So, it, you know, the home area of the funk. Yeah. So of course he's over here. And in the comments, it says the main event that night was Terry Funk versus Bret Hart. Oh, it was that. Yeah. Okay. And that this footage got omitted from all the DVDs and videos they've had of it. So apparently everyone's in the comments like, where the fuck has this been? Why was this never shown? And apparently someone posted on YouTube and you found it. And here we are. I want you guys <laughs> to know. Little bit of trivia. Yeah. That was Terry Funk's quote retirement match with Dennis Stamp as the referee, you're booked. That was oh, the same shit. night. Oh. It was that night. That was oh, that night. Wow. That's the your book night. Yeah, well, <laughs> Dory was on the card. Dory was also <laughs> Also appearing, Dory Funk against RVD. And then Rob Van Dam, the whole fucking show. All right, first off, Dory comes. This place is packed, so I guess yeah. because it's a huge it's thing filmed, yeah. you know, and everything. Um, I mean, just absolutely packed. Uh, Dory comes out to just, dude, everyone loves Dory. He's got his varsity letter, <laughs> Letterman jacket That's and his cowboy his hat on. Yeah, and he's probably, what, like 70 or something? No, <laughs> he's, he's in his that old. He looks, he, when he comes out, you're like, oh, okay, how's this going to go? But, uh, Dude, he's got his grandson walking with him. Hey, do we know that's his grandson? <laughs> so I, I I looked at a, a couple of things. I think that's his grandson. Okay, coming in. So it's a, a grandson or a, a great great nephew or something like that. I I don't know. I would yeah, an illegitimate child. Um, but making Sports his way down, dude. You, you got guys taking off their cowboy hats. You have one dude that goes like, "Hold my beer." I got a hug, Dory. <laughs> <laughs> and he gives him a big old hug. He gives him a kiss on the cheek and like puts his cowboy back hat back on. So like, you go get him, Dory. <laughs> you go get him. Man, so you're you're seeing this this hero's welcome. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Uh, overwhelming. Um RVD comes out, he starts getting heat immediately because he's cocky, you know, California kind of Florida vibes. You Do know? you think that this is the first time that Dory's ever heard Pantera? Yes. Yeah, probably. Because that's funny. That's what's uh, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up um, because Dory comes out to like this big band, like varsity kind of thing. Yeah, you know, playing yeah. a man. All these people in cowboy hats are like, yeah, Dory. And they're all trying to do a square just, dance. Yeah. You just hear the riff kick in. Dun, 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 dun. 
<laughs> you see like three misfits in the crowd going like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, shut up. Woo, Pantera. <laughs> Woo. Then you have Bill Alfonso blowing that fucking whistle. Bill oh. Alfonso. Um, Looks like a cricket. Oh, well, that. Yeah. <laughs> I, he gets some heat, though, man. He gets those fans riled up. He gets on the mic and cuts a little promo. I don't understand a word. He yeah, says. I, I, I turned it up. I, I couldn't understand something about, you know, this is uh, Mr. Mr. Monday night on a Sunday night. Had to come all the way down to Amarillo, Texas, out of my way to beat this old bastard's ass. Pretty much <laughs> something along those lines. Right. Right. Yeah. Got the got the crowd really heated up and the match starts RVD. You know, does the classic kill stuff. You know, I think he walks around the ring for 10 minutes before the match even gets started. It's, it's one of those uh, you, you got to, you know, stretch for time. Yeah. yeah. It's like the whole first 30 minute of our podcast <laughs> stretching for time. That should be the name of uh, the episode this yeah. week. Stretch. <laughs> Excuse me. But uh, so we get started. He works the crowd a little bit and um, we finally get some action. Dory gets him in a headlock. Oh, <laughs> oh crowd goes wild. That's a headlock. <laughs> yeah, crowd goes wild. And this is a kind of a common theme throughout the rest of the match is uh, Rob taking um, a lot of bumps and selling for Dory. And he just does his classic power moves, gets pumped up. I have to say, Dory does take quite a few bumps in this match as, as I, well. I, I want to express for Dory, one thing that I think is very underappreciated, he's got one of the best European uppercuts out of anybody yes, he in does. professional wrestling. Yes, he does. And we actually get a build up to the European uppercuts. He gives them uh, two or three of them. And I like right before he gives it to him, gives him a slap to the face <laughs> and then the uppercut. He's like letting him know it's coming. He's like, slap, yeah, uppercut. <laughs> and uh, RVD sells the hell out of it. Um, we do get a double uh, double underhook suplex from Dory as well that looked beautiful. Um, we get a few, uh, you know, with the classic moves from Rob Van Dam as well. We get the we get the five star splash. We get everything which Dory eats. He doesn't really sell too much for for Rob. Yeah, no, I, well, he's I, taking I, these bumps and leg drops. And he's just kind of like, oh, all right. It's oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if my dad was doing it. Yeah, that hurt. Uh, at one point, I think he's uh, in the turn in the in the corner, <laughs> um, and Rob Van Dam just gives him a, a drop kick right to the face while he's sitting in the turnbuckle. And he just, all right, what's next? <laughs> and, uh, at one point, you know, when he does get some momentum, we do get the the taunt from uh, Dory doing "I'm the fucking man" the whole fucking show. Dory, uh, Dory Funk, Funk doing the thumbs. The RVD thumbs for <laughs> DFJ, yeah. maybe one of the funniest things that I'd seen in a very long time. Uh, it's he, incredible. He does it for a while too because yeah. Rob's trying to get back in the ring, and he just keeps on going. He's like, "Yep, Dory fucking Funk." <laughs> <laughs> DFF. Um, we do get a chair spot, so this is the third mention of a chair, which um, we get a little ref bump, gets distracted. RVD tosses Dory the chair. He catches it and he does his uh, little back spinning kick into the chair. The van, it, yeah, the van damaging. Yeah, he, he takes quite the bump because when he falls, he kind of goes through the ropes and hits the announcer table a little bit. I don't think he quite meant to bump that hard, but um, we also get a, a spot on the curtain where uh, he jumps over and gives him a stomp to the head. <laughs> it looks like um, you hear some lady audibly scream when he does that. No! <laughs> don't do that. 
Hey. Not Dory. <laughs> you can do that to Terry. But um, so we're, we're wrapping up here. And I think uh, Dory catches Rob off the top rope and delivers a huge suplex, which looked beautiful. It actually gave him a really nice suplex. I think it stunned Dory a little bit because it took him a minute to kind of roll over. <laughs> <laughs> Rob had to sell that a little extra long. Uh, but he, he gets him and he does this kind of like a arm hook roll up pin. Pretty interesting. Look like an old school, you know, super old school move. I've never seen that before. He locks the arm. Yeah. Yeah. And does a roll up. It was great. But, uh, you know, he does his ankle locks. He gets all the classics in. Rob's gets all, all, Rob gets all his moves in. He got uh, his shit in. Yeah, dude. Crowd loved it. And uh, at the end of the day, uh, Rob went home. It was interesting. Rob Van Dam had a WCW on the ass of his trunks really and wwf on the front and probably ecw somewhere i think at yeah. that point he'd worked at all three yes cookie oh tolbert man i'm watching it as we speak again and uh rob van dam at one point does like a little he does a, a move outside of the ring and dory funk just like slowly crumbles down like he doesn't <laughs> rob van dam doesn't even touch him at all yeah, like, it, like oh yeah he does go for the suicide dive over the top rope he does a front flip I think he barely catches Dory. He, just yeah, kind of goes, he does oh, a five star sp- frog splash on him as too. well. Yeah. And he kind of just eats it and just like <laughs> yeah. lays there. Like, All right. Yeah. Watch this clip because he doesn't sell shit. <laughs> he doesn't sell a goddamn thing. He's like so one funny. of us was yeah. the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. He probably just couldn't. So. Yeah. That's definitely true. Arthritic hips. Uh, Talbert, do you, do you have a, a wonderful haiku? I do. The whole damn show, Mr. Monday on a Sunday, Dory fucking funk. <laughs> there we go. No. Uh, we were talking about it earlier. Did you guys want to do a Wahoo episode? Sure. Wahoo. Uh, we, we have not talked about our we boy haven't. Wahoo McDaniel in a while. I, I believe uh, we, we can kind of talk about whenever you talk to an old hit, somebody that has watched anybody. professional wrestling at least since the 1980s. Down here Somebody, in the South. In the South. In the South. You're not hearing this up North. You're not I, hearing this in Ohio. I've had countless patients. I go I go to the grocery store the other day. I have my, my, my mask on because the Delta variant is running wild like Hulkamania, right? I've got this on. The guy says, I like your luchador mask. And I'm like, <laughs> hey, yeah, thanks, man. He's like, I love wrestling. And I know as soon as they use the R word instead of the W word, they are going to tell me one person above all else. And I said, really, who was your favorite back in the day? Wahoo. (laughs) I loved Wahoo, man, and Junkyard Dog. Which Junkyard Dog kind of threw me off a little bit, but the Wahoo. Yeah, we we talked about this before. Every time you talk to any old man, that's the first person that comes up. Like, wow. you, know, you can always put money on it. I'd yeah. put money on it almost every yeah. single time. And 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 we were at uh, AEW a couple weeks ago. AEW Charlotte. If you didn't listen to that episode, is in our archives. Uh, we were talking to a guy, a guy that that walked up to us and just randomly was talking to us, and he's like, "Yeah, man, I just got an Uber here." And our Uber driver's like, "Yeah, he used to see wrestling here," and he's like. And he kept talking about this one guy, Wahoo McDaniel. He saw Wahoo and Andre. And I'm like, yep, that's Charlotte for you, brother. Notice how none of the old guys ever say sports entertainment. No, they say wrestling. Wrestling. We watched Jim Crockett wrestling every weekend, and we saw Wahoo. Hey, man, I was supposed to go down to Legion Stadium and watch Wahoo versus Flair, and they wrecked that plane. Mm. 
Mm, and then Wahoo went to go visit him in the hospital. Because he's a good man. He is. You can he's take him out man. with one chop. Maybe, take him out with one face. chop. That's all he needs. <laughs> Cookie, uh, did, did you ask your father about Wahoo? I did. And uh, my father does know who Wahoo McDaniel is, but he quickly changed the conversation to Ric Flair. Oh, my God. Your father, not my, a real. No, man. no. my I don't know what it is about black culture, but we love Ric Flair. We love Ric Flair and we love Jeff Hardy. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue. But I've talked to a lot of you know what? He's, he's absolutely right. <laughs> he is absolutely right. There is something about black people and Ric Flair. Like, it's just, I, I don't know. It's the flashy shit. I don't know what the fuck it is. I'll tell you. Uh, Derek Addison, one Derek Addison really was a Wahoo fan. I'll, really? I'll tell you that. Yeah. Why? And you know what? Next week, we're going to have a special guest appearance. We're going to have to call Derek Addison in to talk about his memories of Wahoo McDaniel. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm going to ask my dad more questions about Wahoo, just in case. Just in case. <laughs> Yo, but I really like Ric Flair. No, fuck Ric Flair. <laughs> yeah, we're talking Wahoo about Wahoo McDaniel. <laughs> All right, thank you for listening to $2 Steak, a pro wrestling podcast.